0: And thank you again, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of the Nerds Who Live Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nicholas. And today we have one of my favorite people in the sport of powerlifting, and I've been anxiously waiting to get him on, Mr. Garrett Fear, as well as his amazing fiance, Miss Kalia Borges. Pretty sure it's Borges. She's going to tell me, and then I'll tell her whether or not I butchered her name or not. Uh, But we have them both on. Garrett has done a few podcasts on his own, but we've yet to hear from, uh, you know, the uh, badass woman who uh, you know, basically puts up with him. Because as any wise man knows, that behind every great man is an even greater woman most likely rolling her eyes. And I feel like that's might be the epitome of uh, Garrett Fear and Miss K. So uh, I adore them for that, and... It's it's going to be a lot of fun to have them on, and I'm excited to pick their brain. They're one of our favorite power couples in powerlifting, and it's going to be great to have them both on, pick their brain, uh, because they you know they coach together. Miss Kay on the Instas does the nutrition as well as training her own clients, and then you have Mr. Garrett training his clients, and obviously Mr. Garrett being Garrett. So, it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to see what we can learn from them, and uh, it's going to be a good time. All right, without further ado, let's get going. Hello. Hello, friend. How are you? Can you you hear me well? I can hear you well, yes. Can you hear hear Kaylee well? Kaylee says stuff. What's up? Yep. Hi. Hi. How are you? Yeah. Good. We just got home. We were at our mom's. We were, hey uh, hanging out with our mom, but we were, uh, getting some holes ready for So. So. You were getting some holes ready for what? A fence. Oh, a Because you literally cut out right as we were getting some holes ready and it cut out and out of context, it's wildly <laughs> assumptive. <laughs> 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 That's very fair. Very fair. fair. Um, no worries. Well, thanks, guys, for being on. and nah, No no, worries. I was just chilling. So, I was. How What's
1: your
2: style?
0: Uh, Usually, I just. Say what? I've only listened to a few episodes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, that's okay. Um, not, honestly, I kind of just wing it. Usually, I just like press record, like I already did. And obviously, like I can edit it if we needed it to. But I just kind of press record and uh, you know just kind of yeah wing it. I, I'm a little bit less uh, formal than like Angelo is. He's a lot more professional about it. I'm not. <laughs> always
2: says i probably. wing it.
0: Well, because otherwise it, it feels so boxy and unnatural if I'm just, like, it's, like, I mean, I usually, like, have said things I do want to ask, but if I just try to, like, get, you know, question response, it's a little boring, at least on my end. Okay. Uh, did, you do, did you do, like, an
1: intro?
0: Yeah, actually, I did. Uh, I, I already did the intro, actually. So, so okay, cool. So, yeah, that's already done. So, literally, like, Again, I already started recording just in case, so <laughs> I can I can edit it. But yeah, we can just we can just go from there.
1: We are going. I Kaylee's going to run downstairs and grab my
0: wired headphones. They're in the car, or you can stay on with them. And start with you. Yeah, that would be good.
2: And hey, start with Kaylee because Kaylee's never really got to do
0: much. I know. She has it, no, yeah, no one's asked about Kaylee, which kind of blows my mind, because, you know, what she... Do do
1: people ask for all the time. Oh, do they? Yeah, we're just
0: busy people. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, hi, Kaylee. Thank you for being on. What's so, up? All right. Is the audio okay here? You're cutting out a little in and out, but it's fine when it's in. Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm gonna get wired
0: back on. Sorry. No, it's okay. Again, I'm just chilling. I want to make it better.
1: I want to make the audio quality as, better, as good as I
0: can. As better as I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm dyslexic. I don't know how to talk well. Yeah, so it's it's a thing. But, uh, but yeah, hi. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm sorry, I have listen to your episode. It's perfectly okay. I honestly assume that nobody ever listens, so it's, I'm not offended. Like, it's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, good. Yeah. I, I've, I've, I've either been told that people like them or that I, I talk too much. So that's usually the feedback that I get. You
3: talk too much. I mean, that's what we're here for, though. This is audio, right?
0: Yeah, but I guess they want to hear more of the other person, less me. Oh, Mr. Yaffe.
3: All
1: right, last
0: one. All right. Well, why don't you, if you could, again, I mean, everyone knows, I mean, we all know about Garrett, but, and Garrett's told, like, your side of how you've met, but um, it'd be cool if you do, like, a little intro on yourself, how you got into fitness in general, nutrition, and powerlifting, and um, and then you could segue into, like, your... Version of how you met Garrett because everyone kind of knows his story, <laughs> but we don't really know it like from like Kate, you know, K Kay, Kate's perspective. So
3: yeah. All right, well, I'll start off with my 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 fitness journey my physical during whatever you want to call it Um, so basically I did sports school, whatever nobody cares about high school. So, so Late into my teens. I got into martial arts um, please, I thought it was so badass, and I was like, ah, I gotta do that. But I also did it because I, you know, I respect the tradition of it. It teaches you a lot of discipline, and it it builds a lot
0: of confidence as well. And as a woman, it's like pretty important. So. Is. And what? And what? What did you start in? Because I I started in martial arts too. So what did you? What style did you start in?
3: So it was a mixture of jiu-jitsu and taekwondo and then we did more of an mma training so i i was kind of all over the place um i did like a dutch boxing as well and so i started out competing in taekwondo jiu-jitsu i did a little bit of judo my my very first competition was i think it was a taekwondo tournament or jujitsu tournament. I can't remember. I went back and forth all the time. Um, I can't just going. The next combative was boxing, and I absolutely love that. And then, so I went right into MMA, and I had three amateur fights there. And one of my my first um, pro card, my first pro fight, was going to be against actually an offer from whoever was working with Rose Namajunas at the time. Mm-hmm. so obviously then like I didn't know like how cool that was or like who she was like <laughs> I had just started to like really getting my name out there because it wasn't very well known especially in Indiana but I just kind of I got out of it because there, there was a lot more like emphasis on me competing and I was like I don't really have that mean trigger and you kind of have to have a little bit of uh you have to have a trigger. You have yeah. to. You yeah, have to have a little bit of a wild mindset. Okay, this is your job. I'm going in here to beat up this person and then advance my career. Um, could have gone down that road, but I decided to further my education. And then I got into bodybuilding. I absolutely hated it. I hated the dieting parts. And my coach that I started out with wasn't very great. So that like led a bad, like, left a bad taste in my mouth. And then I, I kind of trained heavy always. I just thought it was stupid to do a bunch of reps with low weight. I don't know. So I, I started out there, and then uh, I met Garrett. And <laughs> he was like, hey, you're kind of strong. You should do powerlifting. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it without a coach. Because, like, I knew just – you know, I don't, I don't, there's just so much in the realm of training and programming and things like that. It's just way over my head. So I wasn't about to just start like training myself and then, you know, develop bad patterns and get hurt. So I was like, I'm not doing it without a coach. He was like, oh, well, I'll coach you. A couple months later, I ended up doing my first meet and I was hooked immediately. Yeah. But uh, a lot of that had to do with the community of it and just the friends that I built. And, uh, the people i've met i mean we we have traveled across the u.s and it's just it's been really awesome to to meet and make friends and and people who love this stupid stupid sport or just three <laughs> it's just three lifts and it's just how much you're gonna lift it's so dumb but everyone
0: fucking right. loves it hey hey i mean to be fair like all sports are dumb like basketball is you're putting a ball through a hoop like it's not better
1: <laughs>
0: And then and even martial arts like we got we got hit in the face for points Yeah, see at least you can say that I can't say that people are like how are you not fucked up and I'm like, i'm sorry. What'd you say? I ain't been hitting head too much <laughs> yeah. yeah, lost some brain cells uh, um and whatnot, Yeah, and that, that sounds a lot like mine, too. Uh, I started in martial arts and then after my first competition I was hooked because I felt a very similar Rush to like that game day competing that I hadn't felt in other forms of competition other than you know com- combat com- uh, competitive combatives um, Did it remind you of that? Did you kind of was it the same for you where you kind of had that similar like rush But it was different on top of the community
3: one thing is when Chris like, he's like, you got to And I was like, no, I can't really It's only I think. So I've been on the stage for bodybuilding. And I, I, you know, when you step in the cage or the ring and there's another person in front of you. And um, I think there was only one competition where the lights were all on completely. But most of them, it was just inside the ring or inside the cage. And so everything was blacked out. And that feeling when you're in there and the door shuts behind you. And you walk up and the ref like you know does his does feel and then you guys touch gloves. Like that feeling it has not been matched by anything else I've ever done. And so yes, I completely I completely understand that rush. Yeah. Um, now now powerlifting too, when I get up there, like I I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't see or hear anything until probably my third slot.
0: Yeah. So, that sounds about right quickly. Yeah, that sounds about right when I think I think that's kind of what, what's nice about it is, like you say, when you go into the cage and you go and you face off with someone, you you don't hear anything except, you know, what you see at the other person. And then for me, that's what it's like with lifting. It's like when you get to go on there, even though it's loud and there's commands and stuff, it's like just you and then just lifting whatever weight you have to do. And it's kind of singular in that way, which is what I like about it. You just zone into that moment and just kind of enjoy it.
2: I've always I've always liked the individual like type of sports better anyway. Where, like you rep- you don't represent a team you like represent yourself. Yeah, I've always, I've always liked that much better.
0: Yeah, a hockey is the only like team sport that I, I like really enjoy. But that's just because they're nutballs on ice who punch each other. So yeah. <laughs> that's the best part. Oh man, I fucking love it. It's great. <laughs> Uh, Cause you're fighting, and then it's like if you understand fighting at all, like your footing is important in, like generating power from your legs. And they're on ice, so how hard is that? To yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like you're skating, and now you're like on a blade, and now you have a guy like punching you in the face. Oh, it's yeah, nuts. Hockey. Hockey is hard. Is hard. The hockey part, soccer part, I sports are it. Like there there's a, this constant question of like, what's the hardest sport? Well, it's fucking
2: fighting. MMA is the hardest sport. Yeah. Any type of, like, fucking combat sport is, like, going to be a contender for, like, the hardest sport. Around the board, like, looking at all sports at the higher level, like, I, I don't know, like, how long like, well, the average pro career, like, let's talk about, like, like the major league sports, like, a bit, like football, basketball, hockey,
0: baseball, like, yeah. the average career is what? Like, 10 seasons? Yeah. Seasons. 10 to 12, so about 10 to 12 years, yeah. Give take.
2: So like, and like the very best, like they're around like 15, 18, Like, I feel like if people just haven't gone at powerlifting long enough yet. Like, oh so yeah, like so, like Joe made a Joe Sullivan made a post a couple of weeks ago. Like, it was something on the story. It was something along the lines of like, <sighs> basically like don't like don't make a post about like motivation or passion. Like until you're like. A decade into competing, right? I saw that. And, he did, and he, like, I, I really, and it was right after a post I made, and I responded because me and Joe are like we're fucking tight, like yeah. Joe's a very good friend of mine. We were very close, and uh, I love the fucking guy. I was like, dude, tag me, motherfucker. <laughs> like, this is about me. So he, he made a second post.
0: Like, it said, know, "Yeah, this is about that? Garrett." I <laughs> saw that. <laughs> and some multiple
2: people messaged me we're like, hey, what are you going to say about this? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Like, tons of people. Not tons, like, eh. Uh, but, yeah, you know, it was like nothing. Mostly, most of them I didn't respond to. I, was, I think I was part of the two. And I was like, nothing. Like, why? Why are you going to say nothing? Cause it's just fucking right.
0: Yeah. Because,
2: like, <laughs> like, yeah. decade into competing into anything at a nice level. Like, now, Joe. Like, Joe's been at, like pretty much like i would say the highest caliber for like uh ever since he did that first 2k like really the record breakers i think that was 17 or 16 record breakers i wasn't 16 and he's been competing for like 12 years yeah 14 years or something like that he's been at the highest level for like six so it's like joe really like joe really is one of those people who is like he's he's proven he can fucking hang out it's like i'm like i have nothing against what he's done He's so right. I've been competing for fucking four years. I've been competitive for four years. It's like, at the end of it, like, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, I feel that I have the passion and, like, uh, you know, even ambition in terms of, like, how, how, how fucking strong I want to be. But, like, I'll be doing this for as long as I can. But, like, everybody fucking says that. Yeah. Everybody fucking says that. So like in the end, it doesn't really fuck it. like what I say that anyway doesn't matter. Like I'll, it'll
0: be proved when I die. <laughs> yeah. Or when you get there, or when you finally put, like you said, when you get to where Joe is and you yeah. are, have the credentials, then yeah, I mean, but yeah, you're still if you're especially under a decade, you're a baby in the sport. Anybody, you I mean me myself, anybody. If you're under five it's years, like seven, for like seven, seven years. Yeah. And talented specifically for like
2: six and like. I love, uh, someone just posted it and I think it was off and on for a couple of years. There's that chart, um, that is just like, it's a a graph, I'm sorry. That is like confidence and experience, confidence on the Y, experience on the X. Yeah. And it's like the confidence in the first like year, like has the biggest spike it ever will. And it's at its highest peak I've ever had. Yep. Yeah. And basically, the longer you're, you're in something, you're pursuing something, you're
0: gaining knowledge in something, like the less overall confidence you have, in the knowledge that you have and have learned. Yeah, it's, and like it's especially in anything that like pertains to like phys- physical sports and anything like ethics, medical, anatomy, and like anything along the human body. Like even a doctor is just giving you their best guess. Yeah, and- it's so.
2: Yeah. Brings it
0: all back. I feel like it does. I'm, and I agree with you. I think that that graph is an accurate representation. I, I had a uh, an old teacher of mine say a very something very similar, where he said that the longer you're in something, the reasons that you stay in it for so long it has to constantly change. Like you have to constantly re like evolve in whatever your craft is. And then you have to reinvest into it. You have to find a different motive, a different reason. And um, and he called it a craft. He said it has to be a craft. If it's a hobby, if it's a um, even a sport, it's like those things are are finite. But a craft is something that can that you can have for the rest of your life. It just will come in different stages, and you have to reinvest into it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the living legend and all type thing. Yeah. I don't know, my favorite thing in the world is Cliff Eddie posts like it's like still moving it's like it's,
2: it's, it's still like five thirty or five fifty on the bar like yeah for like sets of four or six or something like that it's like Jesus fuck I mean, Dan Green's comeback let's talk about i don't call it a comeback type deal yeah comeback I didn't mean to say comeback like Dan Green just in general
1: yeah a freak
2: his PRs as of late are like on a freakish level and he has been just doing he's another like living le- living legend i can't wait till
0: he competes again dude i i agree with you i've been watching like i i've been wa- i've been watching like all of it like everything he posts like i you know i have it come right up on my feed and so i'm i'm excited to see him on the platform again also just to see I what he puts he together could do a thousand kilos, dude i would be just oh yeah I think, if anybody can, it's Dan, I think. What's
1: his best
0: draw? I don't even know.
2: If Dan's done, I'll me. Really, that would, like, be relevant to that
0: question. Because like, it's all like, been of has I don't remember. But yeah, because his know, last... Like, what's his last
2: thing
0: yeah I, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I think he's... At least the ones I've ever watched have all been raps. So... Like, this is the beauty of fucking powerlifting right now, the development it has. Open powerlifting, of quad, straight fucking quad. Yep. Open powerlifting, I dude, I've been, I've, I've been trying to actually get them on the show, and I messaged with uh, the two owners. Like we, are cons, like I've constantly tried to bring it up in his match schedule. So at some point, I will have those fuckers on here. Dude, that is like literally the
2: greatest thing that's ever
0: happened to the Yeah. Yeah. And I, that's why I I can't wait. I really want to pick their brain and just know like a how did you come up with it because it's great. Well, and then it's an idea that like I had heard top of the walls of powerlifting forums
2: for a fucking ever. Like basically, someone redoing powerlifting watch. Yeah, and doing it better. And like so, to do a database versus like a top fifty current ranking. Yeah. It's, the entire database, like people said shit about it before
1: and like when it first came out, like and the cool thing about it too is like it's constantly improving. Yeah. Whereas like powerlifting watch just fucking sucked. Yeah. Like, but like that's not really looking back to when I started at powerlifting, like
2: power Powerlifting had the top or I'm sorry, powerlifting watch had like the top ten list. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that was always like
0: <laughs> Yeah, and not only like that, it, it, it and they're constantly improving it and constantly doing yes. additions. I mean, even just little things like they're fucking like you can make it you can like get your name and like multicolored. Just I fun shit. The, yeah. I love the
1: I love the Patreon app that
2: they have with the, just like all, just
0: customize your name. Yeah. Like and I love that that's how they're I mean it's great. I did it. My
1: mind's purple. Yours purple? I like nice. Yeah, that's okay about it.
0: Uh, it's it's a, good, it's a good color. It's color of royalty, it's the color of dicks, it's great. It is the
1: color of royalty, the color of dicks.
0: Because the eggplant. Eggplant. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's not a dick, it's <laughs> an eggplant. Yeah, it's it's a colloquial, like... It's emoji it's emoji. It's, it's, a, it's an emoji connotation, like, it's a, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you don't call it a I mean, no, you call it a butt, though. No, you don't. Yeah, but what? But what do people? But what do people say? Like, man, I kicked my peach ass. Yeah, it's. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, maybe I know some really weird folks. <laughs> 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 and 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 one of those weird folks being Brandon Franklin because we definitely have those conversations. <laughs> I love, I I love I love him. We're actually, um, where we, we have a. He probably doesn't want me to say anything, but we have a, a funny little project coming, and it has to do with the the eggplant dick and the peach ass. So, of course it does. Yeah, but it's it's still funny. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, uh, I, I promise you'll you'll whenever we uh, whenever he wants to announce it, you'll probably get some in the mail. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah. I'll i i text you what it is when it's all fair That way Yeah that's a table
1: button, that's just called the privilege.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Or just Garrett Privilege. Sure. That
2: was that was meant to be a joke.
0: I know. I know these stupid fucking emails <laughs> because of like okay, so this
2: company I won't say that are. they make it like a that's a food product.
0: And don't, I said, don't say what it is. <laughs> uh, is it a... I <laughs> like you to no. say everything about it except their name. Like It's a food product. It's a store. It's not Whole Foods. <laughs> no,
2: no. no. Um, and they reached out to me to do like a, a sponsorship. And so they asked me to see my story impressions and my... Uh, <laughs> Oh my gosh, my insights and all of those things was like, I didn't even know Instagram had like that much fucking like statistics.
0: Yeah. I didn't think, for your account, I didn't know it went that deep. I, 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 I recently yeah. found that too. I didn't know either. Well, I, I found it instantly when I
2: did it, but I didn't go down the rabbit hole. I never fucking cared. Yeah. This was like the first time someone had directly asked to see my like engagement. And that's, like, all they ask. And I was like, okay, like, but can I try it? Yeah. But like, sorry, we don't send out samples. Uh, but once you once you send us your insights, and if we select you, like, you will get a, Is that a percentage? No, 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 no. They, I would get, like, a big care package, basically. Or I could try all the products. I was like, okay, well, all right. Uh, here's my impressions. I sent it to them. And they're like, okay, these look great how much per story posts and how much per feed you post. And I was like, okay, wait, can I just try the product?
0: Yeah, first of all, before we continue on, let me fucking uh, use it. Like, can you send me something to eat? Yeah. And like, can I can to even see if I like it. And
2: she's like, oh, no, we don't do this. And she basically, I assume it was a sheet. I actually don't remember. It all sounded automated. But uh, uh, it was just, no, we don't send for symbols Like... We've approved. Blah blah blah. We just need to know what you want to
1: pay per story post and per feed post. So okay, what's the normal rate? Yeah. Like, well, we don't
2: really have a normal rate. Blah 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 blah. blah. Each influencer, there's micro influencers. There's,
0: it's all fucking weird shit that I've never. That's just what Instagram is, though. Well, and I'm like, so weird
2: though. Can I try it though?
0: Can I fucking try it though? (laughs) Third time. I was like, I just can't. Advertised this thing that I like, well, I've never tried.
2: Yeah. And I was like, and I'm not going to get stuck into some fucking stupid, I shittily written contract that you did on LegalZoom.
3: Well, I got that clothing company that wasn't from the US that was like, hey, if you, like, you get a percentage off of our products. Yeah, can we
2: sponsor it? you to endorse <laughs> our products and you get 20% off our clothes? Yeah.
0: And you're like, but I don't know if I like it.
2: What? Yeah. Well, even then, it was like, you get 20% off. Like, they don't send you anything for free.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Because, like, people think, like, people think, like, people still believe that, like, in powerlifting, the sponsorships are, like,
1: you get paid. Like, that's not how these things work anymore. You kind of just, like,
2: some of them still exist. Like, there are some people who still pay. It's not a fucking lot. And the ones that do still don't pay, like, they don't pay a livable sum by any means or even, like, a...
1: True supplemental income. It's you know it's not much. Yeah. And uh, other than, than when you're doing like direct paid advertisements for a company, and, that, and there's a difference between the two. Yeah. Uh, and powerlifting and sponsorships is basically like these are fucking people I like. Yeah. And this company I like, and I use their shit. I like it. And here, guys, look. Yeah. This is the team I'm a part of. They give me for stuff. I wear it. I tell you guys how it is. That's it. Yeah. Or I take their pre workout,
2: or or you know I sniff their ammonia. What the fuck ever. Like some, some do like, the, some do like the optional like if you post and they like swipe up on this post, you can get a paid a percentage, or if they use your code, you can get paid a percentage, or things like that. Like, even then, like, you start to become, like, just an ad whore, and there's no personality anymore.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: nobody knows who you are anymore. It's, it
0: is it is really boring. I've, I've seen a lot of those, and it's... I think my first... Yeah. yeah. So do
2: those white sleeves. I think
0: they're badass. Oh, so. but see, but that that wasn't... It's so dirty. Yeah, I
1: would
0: just fucking take care of them. Yeah, we'll fucking the yeah, fucking wash them. But yeah, but see oh, that, dude. but that was cool because like that one was fine because like, every, like we've seen you wear them and you put up that they're coming out and that was cool. Like that was it. Like it was very like not pushy and it was just yeah, no big deal. Like cool, check it out if you want. I'm so fucking sick of trapping on one person's story sixty three times. Ugh.
2: I literally just <laughs> I literally just fucking swipe. Yeah. I
0: don't even know. Oh, so that's So times. That's like, yeah, everybody
2: now fucking feels like, dude, I can't even get on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, some people, it's their living. Like,
0: Instagram as a whole is their living. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, that's, to be fair, that's fucking cool, too, in itself that people are making a living off of social media advertisement. Yeah. Like I don't completely fucking hate it. Like I think it's actually a very cool thing. I think it's good. I love consumerism (laughs) as I am a consumer. (laughs) But I, I agree with like what, uh, what Kaylee, what Kaylee said about just having, when it's, when it becomes boring and there's no personality anymore, it's like, Oh, you know, like you said, you just become an ad whore. But if there's at least some, like semblance of the person still there like you don't mind it as much yeah. You know like
3: That's
0: that's pretty much that's pretty much why anybody who follows you follows you it's like yeah Watching Garrett lift things is great, but listening to Garrett talk now that that's some gold shit right there <laughs>
2: Is <laughs> this whatever? I'm really typing. Even when I type, I think I probably sound like a fucking idiot when I type something many times. So I literally,
1: I'll type, I'll
0: type
2: direct thought lines. Like yeah. sometimes my my sentences occasionally like don't even make sense.
0: Dude, I'm I'm dyslexic, and so sometimes when I'm texting, it's pretty much like texting with a house cat, like who walks across the keyboard. So. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> you're dyslexic.
2: Like, Rename your. You should rename your podcast "Nerves
0: Who Dower Lift. <laughs> <laughs> I might just name this episode that "Nerves Who, D- Who Dower Lift. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: everybody, this is my first real exchange, my first conversational exchange. And
0: uh, I'm already making fun of the dyslexia. <laughs> Uh, it's cool. You made fun of Angelo's fucking speech stutter. Like, whatever. I asked to actually that. I don't if I was A, yeah. if or B, if he was like trying
2: to
0: be. I was sitting there, I'm standing there. I don't know. <laughs> huh. yeah dude he 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 told me how how both hilarious he found out he said it to you too but also the fact that it was like refreshing like 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 who like who cares like he knows he has it it's not a surprise to him like he's not like oh my god i stutter okay. <laughs> um i think that's his name i, think
1: his name. I don't th-
2: uh so this kid like is a fucking powerlifter. He's pretty strong. He's like nineteen or twenty. Uh, he might be like eighteen. He his one of his arms is like <laughs> it's a nub, and it's like at either just below the elbow or at the elbow, like the elbow. Right. Is, yeah. And so he recently got this like apparatus that he could deadlift with. Oh, that's rad though. So before he yeah, before he pretty much squatted and dude, it was really cool because he literally like <laughs> he, he throws his nub over the bar, like he grabs the bar. Yeah, just, it's really cool though. Like I don't know how.
1: how,
0: how dude, how it, you know, know, it's fine. It doesn't matter. So yeah, my my dad is an amputee. My dad has one leg. Oh, he has half a leg. To be said. So like, I no,
1: I no amputee
0: for what the terminology. there is there is none. It's yeah, it's okay. a nub. So he throws it
1: over the bar.
2: And he squats and so at uh, a, a meet in Pittsburgh. Uh, Motor, Motor City Open, I think. Something like that. I don't know what it was called. Anyway, it was at Union Fitness. And um, I had seen him once before, and I met him, and I walked into a group where he was talking with
1: other people, and I just said, uh, what happened to the arm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, your
3: timing. Three people gasped.
2: Yes. Uh, he just like kind of giggled And he's like I was born like this so, like, It didn't look like you were like injured
1: It didn't look like, like there was an accident or something yeah. I was like yeah and I was like oh no way I, I know I've seen
2: you blah 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 and I told him he should get this deadlift apparatus And the kid actually fucking got it And then we were talking the other day There's one that they make for bench now as well That clamps the barbell
0: That's cool it's Really
2: cool and it will be really cool when that kid starts fucking benching and he's just like defying <laughs> Oh my god, I, I don't even know. I can't think of the words right now, but
0: No, I I love seeing that shit. I i met. Um, I have I had a buddy I used to train with and he had his uh, his left hand was Um, it, it was a nub and it had like two fingers have been reattached. He it was not born that way he had his arm ran over by a lawnmower when he was a kid. Yeah, he got thrown off, in the lawnmower ran over his hand and his arm, like upper, like you know, forearm. So they basically had tried to reassemble it. So he still has his thumb, and it basically looks like a shaka, like you're doing a shaka sign, but it's like his like thumb and his like ring finger or I think it's his ring finger or middle finger that's been reattached. And he's actually re- he's really strong kid. And he, so he just, you know, he just deadlifts with straps or he'll bench with a, a strap and he still can put it like under the inside of his palm and like, fuck, he don't give a fuck. Like, he's just like, yeah, he makes it work. And he just, awesome. yeah, you just, I just, and I, same thing. Cause I'm, I'm used to him again. My dad's an amputee has been for most of my life. Like I'm used to being, you know, going to those and being around people who have like prosthetics or have those kind of things. I'm like, Oh yeah. So what happened? And they and usually for the most part, if you're not a dick about it, they're like, oh, they don't you know, they don't care. They just tell you. Yeah,
1: like, a, that's cool as fuck. It's really motivating for other people who
3: might be intimidated to do that, and to go to, to go into a gym and just start like lifting. Yeah, I'm sure, it's pretty. Well, my was like scary for some people.
1: Nobody, at, 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 like I was pretty
2: confident in the fact that everybody who was talking like right there had you know just met. Yeah, like and that was how the dynamic of the exchanges were yeah the conversational exchanges were and uh like look, look, i could literally just like look at people's eyes and see like like they're looking at him because i'm looking at him and look at his arm and look at him and look at, him and look at his arm and we look at someone else they look at them like so it's like all right i'm not gonna argue when we look at this thing yeah like what happened should i not say things in the weird I'm point it out it's not a normal arm
0: yeah it doesn't fucking matter because they're doing all the fucking same shit i'm doing yeah, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's just and like, and and like we said, it's like just don't be a dick about it, and then just fucking ask the question. But that being said, like in my head, whenever I picture these exchanges with you, I just think of like Austin Powers when he sees like the mole on the guy's face, <laughs> or he sees like the he sees me, <laughs> mini me. He's like, whoa, <laughs> trip. <laughs> ah! <laughs> he can't help Yeah. I know it's not I know it's not that literal, but in my head, uh I like just think of Garrett in like an Austin Powers costume and then just like shouting his 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 observations at people. Whoa, you have daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gets a teddy. (laughs) Oh, it was great. But hey, but uh, but honestly, it's true. I mean, I feel like that's why, um, and same thing with with Kaylee. I think you, you know, you two are.
2: Oh, I went from a little bit nicer to. You first said what, and then you said I'm a lot more respectful.
0: I'm more. You're right. But just, I see. But but to to be fair, like whenever I see videos of of you, Kaylee, like you you may like you you know demeanor wise is more respectful, but your eyes throw the shade. Like like you got like shade eyes.
1: Like
0: um, that's there's nothing resting about that. That's active. That's active bitch face. Active. <laughs> it's not resting. It <laughs> it's okay. I know it because other people are like I resonate Duck. <laughs> Every girl with said some like bitch face usually has a plastic bitch personality. No. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's true, Yeah, it's 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 funny, but the these uh it, it's is it's honest though, like it's nothing. Like it never comes across like malicious. It's you know, it's uh, it's just funny. It's like you have like Garrett who's very like, you know, says his mind, and then there's you who looks your mind, <laughs> 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 it's so and so the duality. <laughs> It's not the size that matters, buddy. It's...
2: Especially are
0: balls. Yes.
2: I talk about balls. I don't want to have another podcast where I talk about my reproductive
0: system. It's all right. This is... Brandon Allen has nothing to do with this episode, so we don't have to do that. <laughs> so, I love that guy so much. I do, too. I... <laughs> I, I I met him at my last meet at at uh at this uh in Vegas and he was he was really nice he was great and he was funny. Yeah, he was. It was really cool. So, um, I I did I did want to ask you guys how because I know you guys kind of obviously coach together and you know Kaylee does the nutrition on side of stuff. So, um, yeah, I thought I it'd be fun to kind of pick your guys' brain, because I think that out of uh, the athletes that I follow, everyone that you guys coach, I'll progress well, but also keep nice aesthetics, and so I thought in a beginner, like, for anyone who's, like, a beginner listening, what would be, like, Kaylee and Garrett's both training and, but nutrition, I haven't had any, like, really nutritional advice on the show, so I thought it would be cool to get that from you.
1: What
2: is that? Uh, like, What's, like, our biggest beginner
0: tips type thing? Uh, beginner like, tips or perhaps... Like, uh, those athlete protocols. Yeah, I would say maybe athlete protocols. Like, what is, like, a what it would be, like, a typical thing that you would run your athletes for? Um, because, yeah, I feel like, again, I haven't had anyone on the nutrition side. Plus, I feel like it's widely misunderstood. And everybody that I've talked to um, who works nutrition with you guys... Um, is always wildly happy, obviously. Like Scott sp- always speaks really highly of you guys. Um, so, uh, yeah,
1: nutrition is one of things where
0: we love you, Scotty. He is. I had him on last night, and it was super fun. He was fucking blitzed, and it was great. No, no. Yeah, it is Yeah, I I, I I love it. I've been really happy Working with him and he's just a hoot to talk to He's been he's been a really good guy to me So So he's your hetero life mate Hetero life mate Hetero Yeah <laughs> So, yeah. Uh,
3: so anyway,
0: back to nutrition.
3: back to nutrition. Like I'm, I'm like to a good taste. Um, I I like to think that my philosophy resonate well with most people because I'm very realistic. You know, I'm not gonna have someone eat the same shit every day and, and strictly count their macros. It just it gets boring very quickly. And and there's there's so much that I'm constantly learning. I don't do like. I have both people who come to me who are like, I want to cut down for this meat, and I, I have done that before. But I gotta tell you, <laughs> it's It's not something. It's not something you really want to do, especially because most people are just jumping into this sport. And well, everybody wants to lose fucking thirty everyone pounds wants to, to lose score on Fucking five hundred pounds. Yeah, everyone wants to lose weight and get strong at the same time, and there's a very, very fine so, balance, and you have to take it so slow. Because you're not going to be one of the best in the world with thirty pounds lighter either. They're not going to be on any ranking list. Like, that's my opinion to people.
0: It's like, don't. You don't have to make it harder. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to make the sport harder. Yeah. I think part of it is the aesthetics. People want to be strong and aesthetic. Like, you know, again, if they see Kaylee as a girl or they see you as a guy, you know, and you guys are both strong, but and but people don't realize, like, yeah, but they've been, like, you know, lifting for many years. You, you put on the weight, and then you cut. Yeah. I
3: take time, and you have to be patient. I have people about that. I'm like, listen, we're taking this really slow. You can go and get on the snake diet if
1: you
3: want to like lose. If you want to lose, I don't, sonny. That kind of goes to like, Hey, sonny, get out of here. If we go on Instagram, this calls the snake diet. that's basically just a starvation. It works, it works, but it works. Gotta, I mean, these well, yeah. are range, and they're not power lifters, Like, so I'm not, I'm not yeah. in any shape telling people to do that. Um,
0: yeah, don't do that, folks. Not to do that. It is your freedom. Yeah, you can. Whatever it is, you, you do. And
2: you know, he has that. He like literally puts he puts people on like 48 hour fasts and stuff, like. The water it's wild time.
3: the transformations. If you get on his Instagram, there's people who've lost like 135 shit. pounds in like eight months. Of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's very extreme diet. It's cool it's, to see how quickly the body. It's
0: completely weight, about like how <laughs> on a very hardcore level, how dedicated are you? Can you just not eat fatty? For <laughs> the fuck, like, he, what, says, he that. says that. I'm, yeah. him. I'm not
2: saying that.
1: That's like I'm quoting. Him.
0: I, I right there. well well I mean it, I think it's a good thing one thing that like Lane Norton has ha, has said among other people is like any like diet is elimination like any form of elimination and the more extreme the elimination then yeah the more extreme you're gonna you're gonna lose it just't matter is it is it sustainable both over time and is it, and is it and then is is it maintainable after you lose so can you sustain it over time and then can you maintain it once you normalize? And, yeah. and I think that's where people will fuck up because you can do keto, you could do intermittent fasting or extreme fasting, lose a bunch. Uh, but but then what then after that four or eight weeks, like when you go back to living as a normal person, can you yeah. rebalance? You're probably going your to issues, sleep issues,
3: like your stress is going to be like through the roof because it isn't when you're dieting like it's a stress on your body and so when you're in in reference to like strength athlete and powerlifting, if you're if you're going through a prep or even if you have you know a strength or whatever it is it's that's also stress on your body so like expect it, it to feel like sluggish and slow when you want to do those extreme diets they work and i have people who ask me about them about like keto carnivore um, you know, pretty like strict, strict macros and, in lower, you know, we'll say like a 20 to 25%, um, like fat loss, like calorie cutting type of thing. And it, it does work, but I want to make sure that they're doing much less volume and taking it much easier in the gym because it's, it's a trade off. Like I'm sorry. And especially like for, for natural guys, like it's, it's much, much harder to recover when you're under those, those conditions. So, you know, and like I said, I, I try to make things work for, for everybody's like lifestyle and what they like to do if they like Starbucks every day. Like we're going to kind of work around that and, and choose like a lesser, um, worst option because there's a ton of sugar in that stuff so just the basic like you know eating real food but also having that leisure because everyone's got events everyone's got birthdays and, and holidays and family things so that's always going to happen and it's, it's trying to modify behavior and understanding that it's okay that these things are happening and you're just going to adapt so what foods can you choose that when you're there so it's more than just there's a lot of psychology behind it versus just knowledge of basic, like, food and, and macronutrients macro and, and timing. Like, there's so much more than that because, you know, everybody's life is different.
2: People attach like, feelings to certain
3: foods. To yeah, food is culture. Yeah. Food is it's, it's our everyday. It's, it's a lot harder than... It's a lot harder than strength programming in the fact that it's no. I'm not, I'm not saying that it actually is, but it is in its own way because people look at their program. They go to the gym for two to three hours. They're done with that program after they leave, right? They don't see it anymore until the next day. And yeah. They just love it and they want to reference it. But food, it's like all day, every day. Like yeah. You're constantly interacting with it. It's constantly around you. It's, it's advertised on your phone for fuck's sake. You can't get on Instagram without seeing food. So it, it's constantly, it's constantly there in the in the back of people's lives. Don't get butt
2: hurt. I'm, I'm not fucking butt hurt at all, but like, nutrition's also fucking simple.
3: Is like, it, it is <laughs> really simple.
1: Also
2: fucking Absolutely.
1: Mind-bogglingly, kind word, But people simple. are not simple. No, people are not simple, but, like, in the end, like, that's what separates, like, people who will take it, like going back over the extreme diet path, like,
2: yeah, it's not sustainable. Like the trade off is longevity. And like, so, so the less sustainable something is, the more effective it is over a shorter period of time. Like the more, it, like the more decreased your longevity will become. It's like, those are like extreme diets. Like those are constant choices where like, if you choose to just like spend fucking 10 minutes learning about something, like food is easy. Like you, like, dude. Look at like, buy the fucking like things like the vertical diet. Like, like when you need to figure out food. If you are like someone who wants to perform, like that's where I feel like that's where it's really important to like get a real coach. Like, if you're someone who's like if you're like if just like a basic hobbyist, that's fine. If you want to like just get someone who like. Programs
3: macros so and or you're going rice. If you're eating rice, rice cakes and uh, Sour Patch Kids every day, you're probably not gonna
2: perform your best. Yeah, um, have, I eat rice cakes dinner. every
3: day. No, I'm saying only. I
2: eat like 14 rice cakes a day.
3: You're terrible. <laughs> I <really> do. You suck
2: at this. <laughs> well, I don't eat a lot. I literally like, I eat like, any literally between 7 and 14
0: a day. Rice cakes are delicious. Have you ever made a
2: packages
0: of, uh, two packs of sex. Have you ever made a peanut butter jelly rice cake sandwich cuz that shit's great.
2: Yeah, I like rice cakes just by themselves. Yeah, I mean
1: I like like do <laughs> <laughs> too. Those, those are
0: those are those are good. But yeah to your point, Kaylee, yeah, if you're eating only rice cakes and Sour patch kids, yeah, you're probably going to be fucked. I oh, it. Okay.
3: Like, if, if you're going out if you want to have something, that's fine, but, like, at least understand, you know, what what it is you're putting into your body. It's, it's it's kind of an 80-20, but it also depends on the person. Like, if there's something where they have, like, such an emotional attachment to a certain food and it becomes a problem, then that takes more intervention there. But yeah. most people, oh it's like, eh you know or like they want to have a beer or something like okay let's work around that yeah like that you all you constantly have to modify that's why i hate it when people come out with these like ebooks on like nutrition and like spell these diet plans and it's just like i'm sorry but you're missing the one component that will never come along with an ebook and that's an actual like coach on the other end
2: right but it there's least. also like some, like some people again though aren't gonna need They'll never ever, in, in, in the first place, get to the level where they're going to, like, truth like, they're going to need a coach. Like, most people, like, don't have that drive to perform. Well, right. They don't. So, like, most of the people I know are like, oh, I can, I can get better, like, by myself. Like, coaching isn't like, a yeah. mindset that they have whatsoever.
3: Well, I'm, I'm speaking to those who, who are in search of, of bettering their health. Well, don't say,
2: moment. yeah, right. That's your thing. But don't say, like, I hate when people post ebooks. I do. Like that's, that's my opinion. those are still
0: those can still be helpful to like a lot of people. Sure, so they will say. I would. Are we so, arguing right now? I'll debate. I'll debate You all <laughs> fucking. <laughs> I I I will I will third wheel that that argument and say would you say that you hate ebooks without context? Yeah. Yeah, because if they have like to like, get to blanket. get, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
3: Well, yeah, it's very blanket information like. These are my friends, right? These are my but There's are, some people who don't know
0: like, well, That's fine. That's who they sell the ebooks to. Yeah, I was gonna say to yeah to Garrett, to Garrett's point, so it's, it, it's like um it's like entryway or even like um, you know like uh like starting strength for programming is a really like easy entryway into lifting you can do on your own before you're at a level that you you know are you know you you know, probably can afford or need a coach. What I think, yeah, a better way to word your statement, Miss K, would be to, like, it's just very repetitive, especially as of
3: recently with the social media boom. Yeah. Like the eBooks and, the uh, programs and, the. Uh, Whatever fucking things people have now. You well, can for dollars
2: 99 and $9. $20. $9. you are right. $9. I guess I'm I speaking
3: like, more to We'll people. probably have an
2: ebook once our fucking website is <laughs>
3: done. I'm actually speaking more to, to people, let's say, in front of to Instagram, who are just already shredded and then they come out with an ebook and they're trying to say that this is what they did to well, okay. Okay. get well, that's, shredded, okay. Was that really specific? Or really that's what people
1: are looking to. Well, that's when a really thing. The like. way that they look physically yeah. is
0: like the biggest motivator for people. You all day. <laughs> <laughs> Put you to the test. Put you to the- <laughs> you be ready for anything, baby. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just imagine you uh, guys' house is like the Pink Panther where he has his buddy surprise him randomly. <laughs> no, no. He surprises his buddy randomly at random times. He like surprise attacks him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought when you said when you said I gotta keep you know keep you on your toes. That's uh, where my mind went. Debate, debate. Like I
1: one, well, hey, I I kind of argue. I
2: argue a lot, but like I, I debate, I debate a lot. I like to debate, like because if I don't know, if I don't know anything about something. Like, I'm
0: not going to debate it. <laughs> well, I mean, that, w- that would be the better way to go. I mean, that's the... I would say that's the, w- the wiser way to go about it. <laughs> go. Yeah. I mean, that's how you learn. Um, yeah. But, you know, but the thing is, you both make, you know, a good point. Like, uh, and to Kay, like, I was going to tell you that on, um, it, it's actually a really good compliment that in two separate times, one of them was from Scott. Uh, the other one was from um, somebody else who I didn't know personally. It was out of Someone They asked them about nutrition. And Scott and then that other person, they said almost in the same way, it's separate times too, they said, uh, for nutrition, your best bet is you're going to look at either RP Strength, maybe the Juggernaut Nutrition, or uh, Kaylee, Garrett's fiance. They both said that. You are the only singular person. Like Those are companies like RP Strength. And then Juggernaut, and then they, but then That's yeah. So, really cool. so. I really appreciate that. So, my guess myself a long time, is that I'm constantly learning,
3: and as you should, I'm constantly trying to adapt to so many types of people,
2: and I feel yeah, like I do. she was doing uh, plans for like, people in the UK, like in looking at their like grocery stores. Oh. like the cost of their food. It's totally and, different because like, it's, totally it's totally different. different. Dude, it,
0: they're better on their like regulations are better. They're much more strict and well, it's and it's way healthier. I, I I spent I spent um like twenty three days in Europe and I'm lactose intolerant, uh, which is you know which kind of sucks. But over there I was you know a little bit lax with like what I ate and I was like well I hear it's better. I didn't get I didn't get fucking sick or a stomach ache once at at all. <laughs>
3: You no know, I mean, like, oh, pasteurization. That's one you know, no,
0: of the things that helps make it it's more palatable and strips of all the nutrient and all the stuff that's supposed to be composed of. Yeah, but then you see so, countries like Japan who also love, like, I wouldn't say, I guess, processing. Like they like packaging and like making things convenient, but they still actually hold a pretty relatively good nutritional value overall. No.
3: They have some of actually they have the largest number of centurion, centurion you think
0: that? people who live to be over hundred. Yeah. So they have the most. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's really interesting. And like I like I dated a girl, she was Japanese, and she always like got like the Japanese treats they get sent over, or go to the market, and a lot of their preservative foods are preserved in um, alcohol. So like if you open up, if it was like a right like a like a bun or something. You open it up, it ha it would it would say on the back that you'll it'll have the scent of alcohol for the first few minutes to like let it like rest um, because that's how they preserved it. So a lot of their preservatives are are done through like alcohol and fermentation, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, oh, that's cool.
3: So I mean, that's, that's, a big, that's a big part of it. Actually, um, in Japanese culture, they are relatively like low fat as well so a lot of people get all these kicks like oh well you know high carb is the best diet high fat is the best diet what's next now it's protein protein this protein that well when you start stripping it down and and putting it in all these different forms it's it's no longer resembles anything like the natural form and so that's the problems that we run into and that's circling back to just me hounding people about the most natural food that you can possibly get learn to cook learn to cook. I suck at it. I'm not going to lie. I am not a great cook, but I am learning because it's very important. I think people...
2: Where I jump in and say, like, no, you're a great cook. To be, people need to... Well, yeah, you
3: going to that. No, I'm gonna say that?
2: No, i not going to say that.
1: Is that what I was supposed right. to do?
3: Um, but, yeah, just, just taking the time to cook your own food, or if you can afford, like, a like like a good meal prep service, like, power to you. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's the only way I would do bodybuilding, is if I had a food prep service, like, sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> the only way I would do bodybuilding is to already be good enough to get a food prep <laughs> sponsorship.
1: How? How? Check, your white yeah.
0: <laughs> Check your white privilege. Yeah? Check your white privilege. I um i i agree i agree with that like i i come from a cooking family like i my my mom's sicilian and my and my parents own a restaurant so i actually i love cooking and like i love the food channel i tell people like yeah learn to cook like it's it's actually quite fun if you take the time because
3: once you get good you can really like appreciate you know, you're
0: to work and you have control over your food. Yeah, and it's like all right, and I and I agree, like breakfast is the best meal of the day, so <laughs> we
3: actually um either him or, or I like cooks
0: breakfast for each other every day. It's like a normal it's a normal thing for us. That's <laughs> that's that's adorable. No, it's true. Most people don't. That's really adorable. Do like baby people do. No. No. No people no.
1: don't eat breakfast, baby.
0: That that's the majority right there. Like I, I was like I get up I I make sure like I get up early like I don't get up and go I have to eat so I get up and I make breakfast also. <laughs> Dude, right? That's how I am. <laughs>
1: you
0: know I get such bad hunger <laughs> pains. Yeah, I get bad such bad hunger pains in the morning if I don't eat it sucks. I don't I don't know how that's people do when that.
1: Your body's yeah. yeah
0: and it's true and that's like in a you know it's in a customization thing and you you know i trained like myself to do that but um what are you know so like i wanted to like circle back around to what you kind of what Garrett said about like the most normal person probably won't need a nutrition coach um mm-hmm. or if they want to perform but
1: what can i learn sir?
0: Yes, what can they learn from they the you know To do that. Yes, exactly. That's thank you for wording that and then a segue into when does when does one or when should one actually consider If they want to perform if they do want to try to like take it seriously as garrett said You know at what point do you you like, okay, I need that help And then what does that look like for your like some of your athletes who are You know training seriously and eating seriously yeah.
3: Um, so there's, um, I, I often reference YouTube because it's super easy and there's so, there's so much that you can learn on YouTube. There's plenty of channels, um, where they break down like how to calculate macros. I would say if I'm going to go in like a step-by-step process to start tracking your food, like weighing and tracking your food, because you're going to eat, that's how you start to practice control over what you're eating. Um, then you can start to learn what the different macros are. I mean, some people don't even know what their food is made of. As, as far as macros go, let alone macros, we won't even get into that. Um, and then, so from there, and you can use, like, there's plenty of calculators online and calculate, like, the calories that you need and then do just a basic macro split of percentages, um, and do that for a little while. And then you can, can progress from there. Um, just decide. Like, I think that the one thing that's going to separate that from needing a coach is if you want someone to have control over what it is that you're doing. If you feel like you're not doing a good enough job or you need that accountability, that's why a lot of people come to me is because they need held accountable for themselves or else they just won't do it. Yeah. Or they just need guidance and they want to learn how to incorporate more, like, more better food if we can put it that way
0: <laughs> more better <laughs> more better, <laughs> you know,
3: better
0: uh, more better food
3: uh, more higher quality foods because there's so much confusion there's especially with food packaging everything says that it's natural organic you know and it's it people just don't know yeah so i think a lot of the issues that we run into is with the advertisements that they see and when you go to the grocery there are just so many products that it's like what the hell is normal anymore? Yeah. Like this, this says that it's like no, this says that it's organic cane sugar. So it must be right. Like right. it must be okay. Right. It's like, right. What, can you, what can you
0: trust? What yeah. can you trust? I have, um, and then for athletes who are wanting to, who are at a
3: high enough level and they also want that extra portion, the extra edge, um, with their nutrition to enhance their performance, then, you know, obviously find a coach or some, you know, someone that I can guide them along the way. Um, I think that's, that's another part too. It just kind of depends on that person and what they want. Yeah. So I'm, I'm never someone who are like, you need, you need a nutrition coach. Like, no, I'm going to say like, like if it's my friend, for example, and he's eating like an asshole, I'm like, you know, you'd feel a lot better if you did something about your food.
2: Yeah. And that's why people, uh just to make a full circle here, that's why people sell e-books. Yeah, wow. go to YouTube. <laughs> Don't buy damn e Go to YouTube. So you
3: say YouTube? Yeah, I say YouTube.
0: So instead of reading, so what does so someone that you that you're helping both nutrition and coaching, do you guys kind of try to keep, let's say how you would program one of your athletes. Um, I don't know, maybe there's an example like someone you guys were like, Garrett programs their training, you program the nutrition. Do you guys try to match days? Like certain heavy days to lighter deloads? Do you- well, for um, so, example? Well, yeah,
3: we have
2: multiple clients that she does nutrition for that I coach. And, uh, like some people, like, I've had to move meals <laughs> on the coaching end because they were training earlier in the morning and they were training on no food. Yeah. So they, like they hadn't had to eat, they hadn't eaten a breakfast like before training in like four years or something like that. Two years. So Jeez. crazy amount of times. So like the first thing I made them do is like start eating like rice cakes. So I started cooking, like, Rice cakes carbs. Like an hour before
3: and then now we're doing a heavier meal at that time. That way, those substrates are available for training into the next morning. That person isn't necessarily going to want to eat a large meal, a full breakfast yeah. meal before right before training. So, so what we um, added was fruit and so right rice down. cakes, and then that chicken as well. Yes. Um, but uh, we, typically, like. People don't be coached by both of us together, though. Typically, people don't do that. Yeah, I can see where their weight is, and like I still get feedback on on how they're performing on a daily basis. So then we can make like weekly adjustments as needed. If, if it's something where day after day they're fatigued, they're not making it through. They're, they're working sets. Like okay, we're gonna we're gonna change things things around here and uh, fluctuate. And it again, it just depends on the person. Yeah. It really does in, in how I do their, their, um, their macros and their calories on yeah. a daily basis. You know, I kind of go heavier on training days versus non-training days. I mean, I keep it simple, but again, it's, it's going to change based on that person.
0: Yeah. And, and I'd like to get some, some like almost like advice from you guys for people. Cause I think some of the most common misconceptions is what kind of calories are best in your post Workout training, your intra training, and your pre intra and post. Most people don't know like what is the best, what are the best things to eat. It looks like uh, to make it like easier. Let's take
2: like the general population who works like let's say a nine to five job, and um, you know obviously like my biggest piece of advice would be to have a meal two hours before training. Mm. Like, and that's my singular biggest piece of advice, uh, at the minimum and try to the, the person, the other person who would have a five to nine job, try to make that your like third meal of the day. You should have like a breakfast,
3: a lunch, and then a pre-training meal. Um, I'd say have like two, at least two thirds of your calories before training. That's like, I think that's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would agree to that. As far as like meal timing goes, mm-hmm. um, just getting the bulk of your calories before training because you wanna, you wanna be fueled, you wanna feel good, and we're not talking about like cardio or you know some other just regular gym. Yeah, we're talking
2: about like, and, like yeah. performing well powerlifting. So, and uh, I feel like both, mo- I feel like the majority of people who powerlift train around five thirty. <laughs> Wherever yeah. they live. I feel like that's just the time that most powerlifters train. I, I, I feel like 1.30, 5.30, or like
0: 7.30. Yeah, uh, Yeah. And inter training, it just kind of depends. It's uh, not really all that
3: important. That. That's our <laughs> <they're> biggest <just> <laughs> um, <laughs> piece of advice. We should have picked a biggest piece of advice. You said you agree with me. Oh, I agreed with you. You said she that was You asked for hours. hours. Uh, well, I presented I into one that I felt like you would are still agree with. you're going to want to know. Into training, if you have a really long session, um, you can do intra-training, a little bit of carbs, typically like fast acting carbs. What? So what you, what, what like, there's like, I uh, just had some like, like gel it was literally like the sugar gel cube. Those clips, or you can have some,
0: those, those or, the clip, uh, yes. energy shots.
3: Yes. Thank you.
0: That's yeah. Those different. are good.
3: Cool. Um, and it was like a hundred calories for the whole thing. And it was all like sugar
0: basically.
3: Yeah. So some, something like that, but it's. Generally speaking, it's not necessary for, for power lifting. Yeah. Um, and then post-workout, just eat a normal meal. Just keep it simple and just protein. eat something when you get home.
2: You need protein synthesis. No. You do. You, yes, you do. You need- Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I <need you. laughs>
3: uh,
0: I, I, th- I, think, yeah, that's, that's, that important. um, I think at some point, like I know like when my workout started to run long. Like, that's, that was a new thing for me once I started training, like, with, like, Scott, my workouts become, like, 90 minutes, two hours sometimes, depending on the workload, so... Yeah. Fucking
1: like it on the shit, bro. Like, fucking like
2: just do, do, shut up. <laughs> well... You
3: start to feel fatigued towards the end of it.
2: Yeah. You just don't have as much, as
3: much of the tank, so again, yeah. yeah, like, something like that, like, towards the end of the workout, actually, I mean, I would. I would say more towards the first half of your training session. Get something in. That way it actually has some time to, like, digest and actually become useful, even though it, 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 it takes a lot longer than what people think. So that's what he said, the hour. I think that's a good number yeah. for your pre-training meal. That way it's actually, like, mostly digested and starts to, starts to move to work its way through and to be, be actually useful. Because if mm-hmm. you're eating right beforehand, then it's, you're not going to use it.
0: Right. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense and then what's um i had it then i lost it fuck it's gone it's gone it's gone i got i got distracted when when garrett made fun of when i said i 90 minute training <laughs> 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 i he takes fun of us guys he probably does i was <laughs> like I'm, working, I'm not lazy but for so long yeah. the longest time i lost my stuff i really did well Everybody. No. well how, well, how lo- well for me that was a big change because I went from usually like you know before I started like trying to train seriously, I mean it was like you know usual an hour. So at max. So once you know I had like you know a program to follow and you know Scott loves his volume, then it's like shit, I got a lot to do. Um for me. And I do I, I try to time, I try to take like Three, yeah, two to three minutes between two to three. It uh, it depends. Um, I do try to rush. Like, like if we didn't have our interview tonight, I get off work at five. Um, I would either have some like clients or I would go straight to the gym and then I would try to get done within at least an hour and a half to two hours so I can come home, eat and, you know, do whatever I need to do and go to bed and do it all over again. So, try to the weekends though. I'll take my time because I'll just enjoy it.
3: Yeah, I, mean, I would agree with that. the you get some more laughs. There's more people in there and are talking to. It's 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 a big culture. There's, it's a big social. You know, it's fun training too. I'm kind of saying. That's why I really enjoy it. Is everyone's you know
0: you have all those friendships people that you're catching up with. Yeah, which is yeah And, and like you said that earlier it's true Like the more competitions or things are obviously even doing the show like I get to meet and talk to so many cool people Um, which has been great, you know, and then like even just doing this like i'm I think I feel like most like shows or podcasts like they're It's either like a ritual like they're a brand and so they're leveraging the brand with the podcast, which is great Um, or you know, obviously Elite FTS, or even Angelo's Two White Lights, like they're, um, you know, more seasoned competitors, both him and um Bane, and then I'm just like my nerdy ass. I'm just like I just want to do it. (laughs) Fuck it. How many episodes
3: do you have? Yeah,
0: you guys will be 28. 28. Yeah, yeah, you guys will be 28. So uh, I just crank them on out, put them out there. So pretty much like that's people are like well why would you do it i'm like because i wanted to talk to people and it's a good way to like make them be my friend like <laughs> I don't know. emotional bribery i'm not above it so
1: <laughs>
0: well you know like hey be on my show people are like oh yeah as opposed to like hey you want to chat and be friends people are like uh ah. <laughs> yeah i got enough friends so yeah. i've heard heard that <laughs> Uh yeah that's right it is well guys i really appreciate you just like hanging out and coming on so thank you very much it's good to have you both on and uh yeah I'll do it again sometime soon <laughs> yeah anytime guys so all right get some rest good night have thank you good time, man. all right man you guys too bye-bye all right guys thank you again kaylee garrett coming on that was fun um shot the shit hope you guys learned some nutritional facts from them because it is important it is one of the bigger cornerstones of training and uh it was like what garrett said it's you know uh you know it's something that you you know at a high level you need and very few people actually make that step to do it. So, you need nutrition coaching, hit up Garrett and Kaylee. You need coaching coaching, hit up Garrett and Kaylee. Uh, yeah, their reputation precedes them, and they're great. So, thank you guys again. I appreciate you. And then thank you, listeners, for well listening. And I uh, hope you took notes. hope you learned something. I know I did. And as always, I appreciate you. Uh didn't get too early in the show, but shout out to our sponsors, Viking Performance. Thank you guys for everything. And you guys can go check them out. They're chalk, their apparel, uh, code nerds10, N-E-R-D Z 10, all capital. And uh yeah, they're good friends of mine, so please support them. And uh support your friends. So, friends supporting friends is how the world goes around. Alright, guys, again, I'm Nicholas. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to the Nerds Who Live Podcast
1: i <laughs> <laughs>